Is it hard for you to get up and go to work each day because you hate your job? Studies show that lots of people are very unhappy with their jobs. Maybe you hate the job content, or you have a difficult boss who makes the job unpleasant. It could be a coworker or just the godless environment that you're in. Well, you're in the right place because today, Mary Lohman will complete her thoughts on being content in a job you hate. I'm Julie Bastide, and we welcome you to The Christian Working Woman. You know, Julie, the marketplace today is changing very rapidly, mm -hmm. and that's causing lots of people to be unhappy where they are. I think of a good friend of mine who has what most would call a very good job, but they expect 18 hours mm -hmm. a day from her, and it's just draining the life out of her. She's hoping and praying to find a better job soon, but meanwhile, she has to keep going in a job she really does not like. Mm, you're right, and I think of another friend who struggles with her job also. So it's a good thing you're talking about how as Christ followers, we can learn to be content in a job that's not to our liking. And that's not to say we shouldn't change jobs. Mm. It's not that we should not look for better working conditions or more money or a more reasonable workload, but typically you can't make those changes overnight. So meanwhile, how to be content in a job you really don't like. That's what I'll be talking about. Good. Well, we're ready for your thoughts. Well, last week, we looked at three biblical principles to help you deal with a job you hate. So let me briefly review those. First, you have to give up your right to have a job you love and give God permission to keep you in that job you're in if he has good purposes for you there. And then second, you must change employers and start working for Jesus, not for people. And that includes to stop working just for your own selfish reasons like money or advancement or power. See yourself as employed and reporting to Jesus. And then third, you need an eternal perspective to remember that God will reward you for work well done if you do it as unto him. Even that humdrum job, when done to please the Lord, will be recognized and rewarded by our Heavenly Father. So you need to work for God's rewards, not for the recognition of people. If you didn't hear part one from last week, you'll find it on our website now, and I encourage you to take time to read it because those three principles are really important for you to understand and practice. And then step four in being content in a job you hate is to ask God what he has to teach you through this job. Have you gone to God and said, Lord, I, I'm in this job I hate and I can't get out, at least not now, and, and why am I here? What are you trying to teach me or do through me in this job? You remember Joseph sold into slavery in Egypt by his brothers and treated unfairly and cruelly by his captors, wrongly imprisoned for two years because he did the right thing? And then God delivered him from that prison, and he became second in command to the Pharaoh. Joseph said of his bad experience that his brothers meant harm to him when they sold him into slavery, but God meant it for good. Joseph allowed God to turn a terrible experience into a blessing. But please note that God was able to turn it into a blessing because Joseph was willing to let him. God may have you in that job you hate because he has a blessing there for you, but because of your attitude, he can't work that blessing for you yet. If Joseph had gotten bitter or remained angry or been rebellious, he would not have been able to interpret the Pharaoh's dream, and he would have just rotted in that prison. 
As I related last week, I spent three years in a miserable job at one point, and for the first year, I rebelled and complained and felt sorry for myself. And with that attitude, God couldn't do anything good for me. But when I finally realized God had me there for a purpose, and I wasn't going to get out of it until I learned those lessons, then many good things started to happen. First, the difficult job became much easier to handle when I abandoned my self-focused attitude, asked God to work His purpose for me in that job I hated. Going to work wasn't nearly as difficult after that. And then God began to use me in the lives of some of my co-workers. I was able to witness for the Lord there, even to a difficult boss. And I gained some business experience, which eventually became very instrumental in my ability to go out on my own and become self-employed. And that allowed me to start this radio ministry many years ago. So God had great purposes for me in that job, which I could not even imagine at the time. But now I can see how he was working good for me right in that job I hated. So if you're rotting in your miserable job because you haven't given God permission to use it in your life for good, I just want to encourage you. Believe me, there are miracles waiting for you in that job you hate. If you will, in humility, make up your mind to work for God and seek His reward and look for the good that God wants to do for you and through you right where you are. You'll know contentment even in a miserable job if you have that attitude. It's the attitude that Jesus had when he was willing to leave heaven and come to earth to die for us. Surely it was a job he did not relish, but he knew God would work redemption through it. And so he submitted to the good that God was going to do by sending him to a job he did not enjoy. Let this same mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, Paul wrote. And if you have his mind, you will be content wherever you are, even in a job you hate, as long as God has you there for his purposes. Notice I didn't say with a job you hate, but in a job you hate. There's a difference in being content in any situation versus content with any situation. Certainly there are some situations which are unfair, discriminatory, ungodly, just plain wrong. And God doesn't ask us to be content with those things which are wrong. And indeed, he may direct you to confront or leave that kind of situation. I believe there are times when you should actively pursue another job or another career, when the right thing to do is find a place to work which uses your abilities better or get more education so you can advance to better jobs or simply find a better working environment. Furthermore, it's important for us to understand how God has gifted us, where our talents are, and try to find a job that utilizes our abilities best. We know that God gives each of us different gifts and abilities, and when we're in a job that uses those gifts, That's when we're most content because that's the way God created us, and he wants us to use and develop our God-given gifts. Have you ever had any counseling or analysis of the kind of job best suited for you? I have a dear friend who spent several years in a very good job with a good salary, but she hated every minute on the job. She thought it was her problem until she realized she was a people person in a job that was isolated, working with computers and numbers, not people. No wonder she was miserable. 
When she finally saw this, she left that job and took another one that paid less but put her in touch with people, and immediately her attitude toward her job changed. She loved to go to work. She did an excellent job because she's so good with people, and her management was thrilled with her performance. Therefore, they gave her very positive feedback which she had never really had on the other job. Her whole situation improved immensely once she found a job that suited her personality and her gifts. Now, she had to take a pay cut at first, so if you're working for money or power, it could keep you from finding the right job for yourself. Lots of people stay in jobs they hate simply because they're afraid to give up the money or the benefits or the security that that job offers. What a miserable way to live. Maybe you need to trust God and take a step of faith and get out of that job which does not fit you or your talents or gifts. We are most content when we're using the gifts God's given us. But if you're in a job you hate, however long you're going to be in that job, as a Christ follower, you should learn to be content there. The Apostle Paul said he learned to be content in any circumstance, and he was in some pretty bad situations. If he can learn contentment, we can as well. Let me tell you the story of a woman in Wisconsin who found herself in a job she hated. It was a a manufacturing job, very repetitive, just pretty boring stuff to do all day long, and she had graduated from college with very good grades, but She just found herself in this job that was beneath her. Nothing else seemed to be available to her at the time. So finally, after hearing my message on the freedom of a captive mind, she decided to change her attitude about that job and to think of it as her mission field. She began reprogramming her mind with Scripture. She began memorizing verses on her job and singing songs of praise in that factory job. You see, she could do it there, where you wouldn't be able to do that kind of thing in many jobs. But her co-workers noticed the change in her, and they began to ask her to sing her songs. And many times she was able to share the scriptures she was memorizing in conversations with different individuals. She started praying for her co-workers and They would tell her their problems, and she would say, well, I will pray for you. So they began to come to her with their needs and ask her to pray for them. She was the go-to person for all the people there who were having whatever difficulties. And she was able to lead one of her coworkers to know Jesus as her Savior. And she touched many lives of all of those who worked with her. The last I knew, she was still in that job that she really hated. She was far more qualified for other jobs, but it just became her mission field. Uh, Yeah, the work was boring, but her work gave her time to memorize scripture while working. That has proven to be a wonderful healing process in her own life. She had some issues from her past, and by memorizing Scripture, God really healed those issues, and she could put the past behind her. She found contentment in a job she hated because she learned to see it through the eyes of eternity and asked God to use her there. Maybe God wants you to stay in that job you're in now, even though it may not be a good fit for you, because he has something far more important for you to do there. This woman found her satisfaction and contentment 
not in her job duties, not in the things she did every day, but in seeing how God was using her in a very difficult place. Joseph and Daniel are two biblical examples of men who were in jobs they did not choose, but they were used mightily of God in those positions. God had a greater plan for them than just having a fulfilling job. So don't lose sight of the internal importance of allowing God to use you as his witness on your job. If you can see how your presence in that company is being used of God, rejoice in that wonderful knowledge. You're fulfilling God's mission for you in that place. What are you doing on your job mission field? Griping and complaining all the time because you hate the job? What kind of testimony is that? You may be missing something wonderful, opportunities you can shine for Jesus because you become consumed with self-pity over being in a job you hate. Friends, in this world, there will always be unfair and unpleasant situations for us to endure. It's a sin-filled world, and we can't expect a lot from it. But if every Christian in the marketplace saw his or her job as a mission field, we could impact our world for Jesus in ways never imagined. I challenge you to ask God to change your attitude and make you content where you are so that you are a light shining in darkness in that corner of the world. Don't miss your opportunity to shine right there where you are, even in a job you don't like so much, and you will see how God's power can change you and change the situation. Mary, that's such an important challenge for all of us. It might be that someone you know needs to hear this message, so why don't you invite them to find it on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. Well, have you ever felt as though you didn't recognize yourself in the mirror? Amy Spiegel knows this struggle well. She's the author of Letting Go of Perfect, and she's our featured speaker for our Zoom get-together on Saturday, May 14th, 10 a.m. Central. Visit our website to register for this free online event. Well, I'm Julie Bustide, and we appreciate your time with us today. Join us again next week for The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. Mm -hmm.